First of all, I want to welcome the Chasha V'Chasha Tzaykonias that are here from Shifa, which I'm not a stranger to Shifa. I've been Zaycha to speak there on many occasions over the... It's been open. <coughs> and Chlal, I know some of the Chavah that come to the Shirem that I... and are familiar with the Svarm of the Bulvav Yemeshkan This is a Shia that we have here. It's been on and running in the Shul with the two Tuesday nights a month with the, the Chavah from the Shul. And, and it's a Limud, it's a learning that takes a tremendous amount of concentration, not because it's difficult, but because it's demanding. And I know that many of you are familiar with the Swarm of the Bilvavi, have seen it, have heard, have learned, those who are the regulars, we're continuing where we left off. And I said this to Robert Frankel, that we're going to pick up where we are, where we're holding from before Pesach and the Sefer, and even those who have never learned it before, it will be able to Hashem, enter into this place in particular without any difficulty and to pick up on the Seder Mitz Hashem over the coming over the coming time to pick up on on, on the Mahalach that we've been that we've been learning over the past couple of years. We we're on the top of Samach Dalad, the top of page Samach Dalad. Of course the the general topic of, of the Bilvavi Svarim, with the exception of the one we're doing now on Shabbos, but the the tachlis of all of his Svarim is his Karvis Lashem. Each and every one of us being able not only to think about and talk about, but to actually feel and to live with Kivis Elokim Litaif, with closeness to Kodesh Baruch Not as something which is theoretical, but something which is very, very much Lamaisa and practical in our day-to-day lives. And in order to do that, we have to revolutionize our entire way of living, our entire way of thinking. We have to change our way of looking and thinking, but in ways that can be, in, it can be done gradually and softly, but in real, in a real and serious way. So in this parak, we're talking about how to make a Kaddish Baruch Hu part of our everyday lives. Even when it comes to something like davening, which we just began the bottom of Sama Gimel. Those who have the Sefer, let's just review for a second. Those who have the pages will get will be up to you in a second. For the bottom of Sama Gimel, we started that before Yontiv. Achyeshen the Kudnei Sefer, Yisaidus Ma'ayd, Shaf Hibekayichel Lechabres Adam Lekayin Lemeshach Kol Hayyim. What the Bilvavi has been teaching us over and over is that the only way only way that you could have a relationship with the Kadosh Baruch Hu is if you. The same way when it comes to having a relationship with a person that you, that you love, that relationship cannot be only uh, activated from time to time. And if a person's entire relationship with Hashem is for men three times a day davening, for women once or twice, some of you three times uh, a Shabbos or a brachi here and there, but if a person's entire relationship with the Kaddish Baruch Hu consists of of these brief these brief uh, um, encounters. Not only are they brief encounters, but there are words that are said and repeated over and over again over the years that, unfortunately, many times the words lose meaning unless we invest a lot of kaychus in tefillah. The words themselves lose meaning. So you can't have a relationship with that with a, with a friend or a husband or a wife, someone that you love with a child. 
and it can't work the same way that it can't work in a relationship that you have in this world. It can't work in that relationship with the Kadosh Baruch Hu either. Tefillah is itself much deeper, much richer, more expansive than the than the words that we say in the Siddur, as magnificent as those words are. If, if our entire world of tefillah consists only of the words on the printed page, so you can't really have a relationship like that. Like we were, I was saying last time a little bit by way of joking, you know, joking, but I, uh, the best jokes are the ones that are, that have a, a shayush in, in something which is serious, that it, it, it's, it's an absurdity to have uh, to have a relationship like that with any person that that is read out of a textbook, and it's only and it's only uh, at set time, a specific time uh, during the day for this for these few minutes to say specific particular words. It's it's a relationship can't develop like that. So what he's explaining here is that. On the bottom of Psalm, a person has to have a relationship with the Baruch to be connected to him all day long. Now, if you if you have uh, if you maintain a connection with Hashem throughout the day, then the tefillahs are those three tefillahs or two, whatever you daven. Those tefillahs are then woven together. By those, by those brief little encounters that take place during the day, those weave together and bring together the shachris, the mincha, the marv. But if a person just has a, a shachris, if a person just has a shachris, it's not a relationship. And and we're talking about even if it's a good shachris, <laughs> it's very hard for us to daven properly. Even if it's a good shachris, even if it's a good mincha, a relationship, a relationship, it's not. A relationship depends upon thinking about and being involved with and caring about and, if possible, speaking to or speaking about the one that you care for, the one that you love, throughout the course of the day. So that it shouldn't be, so that the three tefillahs, lo karoim karoim, like pieces, torn pieces, of fragments of a relationship. It's not a relationship. It's not a relationship. It would never work with any of That's what I was explaining to Lisa before you had... Things before you had... No, no. That would never work with any relationship that we have it, it, to talk in such a way. It, it, it's absurd. The way that we daven, even if you close your eyes and you're a good shakla and you give an occasional, you know, pained look. But <laughs> that, 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 try that with someone that you really care for. First of all, you start giving that funny look. They, they, they get very nervous about you. And the, the shakling and the... It's, 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 of course, it's very sweet and it's very beautiful because it's our way of saying we want to connect to you. But the same way you can't develop a connection to somebody in such a way, that's not the way to develop a connection. It's a connection, it could be something that's unbelievably powerful if it's joined together and woven together to create a fabric of a general picture of somebody who has a shaykhis that emerged from. And now I have this special super duper deluxe time of Shmanesve, a special time of Krishmas. But 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 if there's nothing in between, then then it's not a relationship and it's just uh, another mitzvah that we have to do. Or if God forbid someone's in trouble, the tsaris and they, they cry out to Hashem's bar. But we have to join together. Ella Achas They have to be joined, the tefillahs of our lives have to be joined one with the other. Just like each Shabbos has to be woven together with the next Shabbos and the Shabbos before. You can't just be a Shabbos to Giyid. 
You can't, your shaykhist to Kedusha, your connection to Kedusha can't just be on Shabbos. Shabbos is, the, is when the fire, is when the fire all of a sudden mamish flares up. But there has to be, only a Jew has a shaykhist to the Bari, to the Creator during the week. And, and, and Shabbos then, each Shabbos is, brings together all the avoider of the six days and Shabbos, then Shabbos is Shabbos. But if a person six days have nothing to do with the Rishlam or just some, uh, just some official, some official responsibility to speak and to do some mitzvahs and not to do avayus, then when it comes to Shabbos, unless you know, the people are always looking for some Shabbaton experience. Like it has to be some. It used to be when we were growing up, it was just Shabbos. At some t- point in time, it became a Shabbaton. A Shabbaton means a really special Shabbos, right? But that's that's. That's a very nice thing. We need to have those, and they're very practical things to do. But Shabbos itself is good, even if it's not a Shabbaton. I've heard people say, what are you doing, Shabbos? Are you going Shabbos? What's going to be Shabbos? What are you going Shabbos? What are you doing, Shabbos? Shabbos, a person, a person who lives with the Baruch Shalom during the week, of course it's not as intense as Shabbos. If somebody has, only, only a Dach Marshall, if somebody has a relationship with a person that he or she loves, during the week, they're thinking about the person, and they have a conversation, and a sweet word, and a kind word, and they maybe see each other for a few minutes. Then, when it comes to some special event in their life, some special time, then it's evolving. But if it's nothing, and it just comes to those times, so then you understand it. It doesn't have anything underneath it. So we continue on some about. So those of you who have the photo stack can look inside also. Lifnei kol ma'isa, the Papa Samadal. Lifnei kol ma'isa, nolvad his boy. Before anything, before anything that we do in life, obviously this is something that we have to begin to practice. That's what we've been learning a lot about the last couple of years. But before you do anything, nolvad his boy. Besides that, I know this might sound, this might sound like something very, very radical, but thinking about what you're about to do. That's a chash of a thing, to think about what you're going to do. So besides thinking about what you're about to do, all of Lodaber Shalom, we have to learn to speak to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Lispalu We have to learn to be people who before we're going to do something, even as we learned in the last cipher, even if it seems to be small or insignificant things, we have to learn how to ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be with us and to help us, and to, that we should be matzliach. The Gemara talks about even the smallest things, even something that seems to be so silly, like going to the Beis HaKisei, this is like going to like a person going to the, to the bathroom, which we know, we make, a, we make an unbelievable bracha, because, you know, somebody who got to it is not well, that's not a positive thing. Just to be able to be healthy and to be able to take care of one's physical needs and to be able to and to be able to be well enough that that should go that that should go well. Each and every one of us, if we understood, if we think about it, then when we go to do something, we go with a tefillah. That's how a Jew goes. You go with a tefillah, with davening. That that you should be matzlich. The chef siyat deshmai. Dugma pshut. A simple example. Kol echad miyitani yodeya shekshu nigesh lispalo. Everybody knows that when you come to Davin, Zo ace krav. Who knows? What does it mean, a krav? What's a krav? A battle, a war. The Zoya says that. 
Chazal say in the Zohar Kaddish that the time of davening is a time of battle. There are two times on, uh, during the regular day that are referred to in the Zohar Kaddish as times of battle. One is davening. Can you guess what the other time is? Don't say getting the kids off to school <laughs> or doing homework. Even though the time of eating is called the time of a krav, of a war. The time when you eat is called a milchama, a war. The war between the neshama and the guf. The war over this person's life. To remember who he is, who she is. The Zarekhada says that davening is an ace krav. Is an ace krav. It's a time of battle, of struggling, of a war. Each person according to his madrega. That's an expression when something is very, very hard. It's an expression from Chazal. There were certain things that were done in the Beis Hamikdash that required more dexterity and more skill. So they were called avoidus hakoshes shabemikdash. It's a fancy way of saying it's really hard. When something is really hard, it's called meavoidus hakoshes shabemikdash. Having kavanah during davening, everybody knows. Trying to concentrate. Not only is it hard to concentrate by davening, but davka, the dumbest things that you wouldn't think of the rest of the day, somehow pop up. You know, all of the things that you would be embarrassed to think about the rest of the day because you're too hush of a person. All of a sudden, when it comes to davening, they, they, you know, they give. It's, it's very hard. It's an ace krav. It's mamish anulchama. Yichidei skula zoychem lagila madrega shetfilosam nasas bekavon shleima. Only a few great people, only a few great people are able to reach the madrega where the tefila is really with big kavana, strong kavana, with deep thoughts, intention, and being completely focused on the tefila. Lishumach shavazar without any thought. That doesn't belong without any thought from the outside. So we all know that. Anybody you speak to, especially yourself, will admit that tefillah b'kavana is from the hardest things. That's the hardest things. And it's the most important thing in, our, in, in, in life. And it's the hardest thing. In came, therefore, kishadam nigash l'tefillah. When the person is coming to daven, it's not a game. He's not coming to Daven just because someone told him he has to. He's coming because he wants to talk to the Rabbani Shalom. Which is easier for the women because the responsibility of Tula B'tzibu, of, of, of Davening in a minion in a shul, or having to say the whole thing is not hanging over them the same way that's hanging over the, the men. So most of the girls, most of the women who are Davening, because they want to daven. That's that's an advantage. It's an advantage. It's also a disadvantage. But but it certainly is felt by many of you because this is a room full of daveners. That that's a good thing. In other words, the davening is something which is more up to you, and you don't feel uh, compelled to go because of some you know some outside uh, some outside uh, sense of guilt that's compelling you to be part of the minion or so on. It's a feel you want to daven. So. A person comes to daven. And he really wants to daven. This might sound so simple, but if we would work on it, our, our lives would be very different. When you come to daven, you first have to think about a simple nakuda, a simple point. A simple point. 
from where will I draw the strength to daven, the ability to daven? In such a way that outside thoughts won't bother me. I won't start thinking about what I have to do today or what I didn't do yesterday or other things that could be even worse than that. How, from where am I going to take the courage? Because I know myself that I'm a scattered brain person. Right? A person knows in himself that my thoughts are mafuza, mafurad. My thoughts are all over the place. And it's very hard for me to stay focused on Tila. So from where am I going to draw the kaychus? How am I going to do that? It seems something which is so beyond my own, my own ability. Especially now, when it's very hard for people to be focused on, on, on anything. Somebody was telling me that they, just on Chalamai, uh, on, on they told me that they read a study that was made. I don't know who made the study, but about how about the effect of when people watch nowadays, even when they're watching television, they're able to it's not like we used to go when we were kids You first of all you didn't have remote control you didn't have remote control you used to actually have to walk over to the Avadazar in person and you had to you had to respectfully ask Rishos and then touch it and also you're allowed then to touch it and we touched it and it would click and it takes a second in between clicks you know it takes a second someone was telling me they read this study about how now there's the effect it's having on the oilum growing up because they go with the machine they're constantly I don't know what the word is scanning or I don't remember there's a word surfing on the internet and on the television surfing means they, they go fist fist from one thing to the other and they're not and they're not watching even when they're even when they're watching a show there are different things that are happening on the same screen there are things that are going on there are things that are happening I remember when I was a kid and my, my, my parents took us to the circus. That was the first and only time. So we went to the circus. My father didn't like it at all. We went to the circus and, 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 my, and you know, in the big circuses, not like our communities, you know, Cholomite extravaganzas, but in the real circus, you know, they have a couple of things going on at the same time. That's the expression of three-ring circus. They really are three rings. And we went to the Sleeping Six, and I remember my father saying, what kind of a thing is that? that if you want me to enjoy this, then you have to just work on this in you. Not to be going different in Yonam going on. It's not how a person... And that was, that was uh, you know, over 40 years ago, and it was a very harmless thing. Nowadays, people who are watching television or are using their computer, their, the images are flashing at such a speed and in your so our generation more than any generation that's ever ever lived has a problem staying on one thought sticking to one image holding on to something in one's mind and that affects the, that that affects the behavior you talk to kids nowadays you see that in, in how they behave and you talk to young people or even older people who also ended up in that in that uh, Indian of, of being very much with the computer and all of that. that there's a different way that people communicate. There's a different way that people think. There's a different way that it, it affects everything. So what he's saying here is that the person person now comes to Davin and he knows himself that he's not able to stay with one thought, with one feeling, with one image. You know, you're supposed to try to think. Rabbi Yana brings down, for instance, 
to think when you when you dive and you try to picture yourself being at the coastal Hamaravi, being in Yerushalayim. Those who have been zayich to be in the coastal, you might have a place that you like to stand by, a certain stone, and could, to feel yourself with your head on the stone. A person has to hold on to images in order to be able to enter into tefillah. But you know yourself that you don't have the kayach to do that. It's hard to concentrate on anything. So where are you going to take such kayachs? That you shouldn't be bothered by, the, by outside thoughts. And not only thoughts that are just dumb, nice, kept, that even be thoughts that are not nice. Even thoughts that are not nice. So what does a person think? It's a time of war. I'm going to strengthen myself. This time I'm going to concentrate. I'm going to have kavana. I read the latest book. I got the up-to-date Siddur. The Siddur nowadays that you can get with the translations, transliterations over every word. It's, you know, it's also got very busy though. I, I, I don't use those. I, don't, I never use those Siddur, but I just look inside sometimes. They're very busy. The pages are so busy. So I got myself the latest Siddur. It, 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 it has kavana for you. It's so harsh. It has kavana for you. You just open it and it does everything. So they put over the word. It's uh, uh, the word. Every, they're trying to make. But you see what they're doing. It's a good thing that they're doing this. But it's rahmanus on us, right? Because they're, they're right. They can't even hold cup for a sentence. They have to make a, you know, like that. You have to like, like a child. Aleph, beis, beis ba, gimel ga. And that's how we're being treated with these things. It's understandable. That's where we. That's where we're holding. We're not able to to hold a sentence or three words or four words. So what? So a person says anias chazik. I'm going, to be stre- I'm going to be strong this time. I'm really going to have kavana. I'm really going to concentrate. I'm going to fight with all my strength to stay focused. I'm going to turn my mind away from everything else in life. And this is going to be a good davening. This is going to be a good davening. I'm going to have kavana. That is a very beautiful, that's a very beautiful way to prepare, isn't it? A person is coming into, into davening with tremendous determination to stay focused and to concentrate. The, that sounds very good. The MS is, that's, the, that's completely the wrong approach. It's completely wrong. That's, that's what we've been doing, that's what we've been taught. Not only that, that's like one of my best days. That's, a, that's, a, that's one of my best moments. Ani yaschazik. Ani yaschazik. bekoyach. Hasiyach das from the whole world. Here I am, Rabbi Nishlom. Matoivu lechayakah. Wrong. That's not how you do it. That's not how Jew davens. Not only that's not how you davens, as he says, it smells from kfir. You know what kfir is? What's kfir? It's a strong word. I don't like to use it, but he uses it. What's kfira? Heresy. Look inside. Ulam alav ladas kiyesh machshavazu nitznutz shel kfira. You should know that in this way of thinking, I'm going to be mischazik. I'm going to fight. I'm going to concentrate. I'm going to do that. In that way of thinking, there's a nitznutz. Of course, it's not heresy. But there's a nitznutz, there's a, a, a little bit of a, a blossoming, epis, something of kfir. There's something of kfir. Ha'ani alachem, the I, I am going to fight. Ani as I'm going to do this, I'm going to have kavana. Who kemat avadazar? 
entering into the into the murky, mysterious domain of idol worship, because the most popular object of a desire is not the god of the sun or of the moon, it's the self. We know that. And a person who goes in such a way, I've mentioned many times here over the years in Shul that I remember hearing from Salvatic Zechitzar Levach. I remember, you know, some of you might know, the Sadiqim from Brisk were not in favor of the study of Musa in general. Without going into the history of that, they wanted it to be straight Gemara and straight Halacha, and they, and they believed that all of one's Yerushalayim will come from that. And not, they, were, they were not in favor of making the study of Musa as a part of the curriculum in the Yeshiva. So that's a, an old story. It's been softened over the years, but in the beginning it was very strong. And I remember once, Harav Soloveitchik said this in such a dramatic way, those of you who have heard this from me in the past remember, he said in such a dramatic way that he was someplace, and he was trying, he was learning the Bismedrish, Harav Soloveitchik was, was learning the Bismedrish, he said there was nobody there, he was, he was by himself. And upstairs in that place where he was, there was, they used to have it called a Musarum. A Musarum means that where a person would be able to lock himself in, and to, and to learn Musa, but the, you know, with his spirals, out loud and strong Musa. So Salvechik described how he was trying to learn downstairs a black Gemara, and he heard somebody from upstairs screaming, Ich bin a gornish, ich bin a talas, I'm a worthless nothing, I'm a worm, I'm an empty vessel, I'm, you know. So Salvechik was saying, I'm this, and, and, he, and then I'm this, I'm this, I'm that. And Salvechik said, I never in my life heard such an egomaniac. <laughs> I never heard something. He says, want you to, I, I, I'm this, I'm, isn't there anything else in your life except I? I. Sugar with I. And that's the biggest muscle of all, to stop thinking about yourself so much. Even, even, your, even your problems, even your faults, stop thinking so much about yourself. There's a world outside of you. There's a world, 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 there's something else besides you. When a person, a person comes to Davani, he's saying, and the way that he comes to Davani is, Ani es chazik, Ani elachim, Ani es... Kemat of It's Kemat. Idol worship, almost. Of course, that's not his intention, but it's, it smells from that. Miu bechlal oisai Ani. Who is this Ani? I. Who is this Ani? <coughs> if someone comes and starts telling you about all their problems nowadays, someone will come and start telling you, oh, what I have with my marriage, what I have with my kids, what I have with, my, with the, the, the plumbing, what I have with this, this is a job I have, the parnas I have, I have. And imagine you're listening to this for half hour and you tell the person, why don't you just stop thinking about yourself and then you won't be so upset. That's a sure way to lose a friend, yeah? <laughs> Why don't you just uh, have a simple answer for you? Think about other people. A nerve? I'm coming to tell you, again, I, I'm coming to tell you about, 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 about different things, and that's, your, that's what you're telling me, that I should stop thinking about myself? You can't even say that to anybody nowadays. You have to, you have to give all kinds of drushes and try all kinds of things to come in a roundabout way that maybe the person will come out thinking about something else in life besides himself or herself. So this whole mahalach of thinking is possible. It's treif. Who bechlal is this ani that you're so enamored with? That everything in your life depends on? That everything in your life revolves around? 
Who is this Ani? Let's stop for a moment and ask yourself, I'm going to do, I'm going to be strong, I'm going to concentrate. Who do you think gives you Kaychus to be strong? Who gives you Kaychus to concentrate? What do you think? That's how it came out. That when God created the world, He created you with your kaychus, and He gave you back uh, 5,768 years ago, He gave you something, and that's it. And now you're you're on like that automatic thing. Kaychus. Every single day, a person is able to say the brachas before Shema in the morning. Every day we say, "Hamachadish b'tuva b'chal yom tamid b'chal yom ma'isibereishes." That means that every single day, and, and we know from Chassid, this means every single minute, every single minute, the Hakadosh Baruch Hu is creating each and every one of us and every single thing again and again and again. As the tiny explains in the Shaykh at the beginning, every single second Hashem breathes existence into into reality. Every second. And if for one second he wouldn't, it would, everything would be, again, Tohuvavo would be absolute nothing. So, we say that in Davin, Mechadish Betuva Bechal Yom Tod Maise Bereshis. Bechal Rega Verega. It's the beginning of our Amunah. A person really needs to learn in the Tanya, the Shahayich, the Amunah, to have a feeling for that. That means how Hashem brings reality into existence every single second. It means that right now, this second, not at my, not on my birthday, not when I was born, not not yesterday, not last week, but this second, the Bani Shalom is looking over me, and the Bani Shalom is saying, yes or no, how much to turn the volume up, to turn the volume down, how much, what, what, it's going to be with my little Yankel, my little Sarula, right now. At this moment, Right now, at this moment, He gave me, He's giving me the strength to think, concentrate. It's not the same Kayach that I had a minute ago. It's something different. We can't fathom how Kachbarahu does that, but that's the reality. That's the Mitzvah. It's the second Mamish. He's Machadish, the second. Not the same Kayach that I had a minute ago. The Gamla is Eshi And it's not the same Kayach that I'm going to have a minute from now. Where do I draw this Kayach from right now, this second? Where am I? To be Yanik means to nurse. Who's nursing me this very second? Who's giving me my life, my eyes, my eyesight, my, my ability to hear, to think, to speak, to smell, to stand up? Who's giving me that every single second? Each and every second, is 
is giving us that life. It's not. There's not a second before, a second after that's it's done. No such thing. The minute that's before is not Mechaiva Kajbrochu to give me this minute back, by the way. No, we don't think that way. We don't think that way. Somebody, somebody is in a spell that he loses his money. I had my money yesterday. How come I don't have my money now? He's on the spell. Somebody, somebody, God forbid something's wrong with a person's health, but how could it be? for whatever, for 35 years, it never happened to me. How could it be? How could it be? It's only because you think that by my separation that Akash Baruch Hu gave you something. Even though you're a believing Jew, you're an Orthodox Jew, so Akash Baruch Hu gave you something by my separation. And it's like, not nice, he's an Indian giver. And how does he do such a thing? I mean, it's Kumtzim here, you know, it's, it's my life. The Mershon gave it to me, I appreciate it, Shkach, I thank you all the time. But, what what is this? That why why is this not here anymore? Why is my health not here? Why is my panacea not here? Why is the person that I love so much? Why is that person no longer here? These are hard things. These are big questions, and think people suffer from these questions, as you know, all of us do. So that way of thinking is the result of a person's living in that delusion of my separations. My separation, that's not 5,768, but my separation is whenever my birthday was. Whenever my birthday was. That's my my separation. And then Akash gave something, and that's supposed to, it's supposed to go. It's supposed to go. So, the fact that last minute the Baruch gave me my, my kaiches, and he gave, me my, my, he gave me my ability to think and to concentrate, he gave me my eyes to see and my, and my mouth to speak, that's not a chayv anything for the next minute. Those who are shaking their fists about how could God, how could God take this person's life away and how could this happen, how could that? It's because they think that the Bereshit is Khalil is Chayiv. He was Mechayiv himself something. He's Mechayiv himself. So they don't like Mechayiv. The Bereshit was Mechayiv himself. You know, Mr. Mechayiv. I don't know how to say it in English. To Mechayiv oneself. He, he obligated himself. The Tukhash Baruch was Mechayiv himself. It was Mechayiv anything. It's which means every instant. Every single instant is different and is not is not meshubed to the is not dependent upon the minute that was before or the minute that's going to be after. It exists separately in its own right, in its own world. This minute that I'm living in right now. There's no mischayvus. There's nothing that obligates the Creator from one minute to the next. Just because we'll be upset, we'll be annoyed. There's nothing that obligates from one minute to the next. It's not mischayv. You know that a person's life can change in a second. For Hashem in a way that's not good, and in a good way, it can change my in a second. Like Nachman used to always say, There's such a thing that, that something can change completely when a cuts of a cuts from one extreme to the other in, in, in a minute. In a minute. How much more so when it comes to davening? That in addition to this, just 
davening itself is mamish and it's mamish a war to be able to think, to be able to concentrate. But at least if a person will come into davening with the right thought in the right way. And the right way is not ani es chazek, ani elachem, ani es palal, ani es, ani adabe. That's not how you come in. I, 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 I. Who are you? And what kaiches do you have? And who do you think is giving you the kaiches? You think that that's something which is up to you? You have to want. And you have to daven, so you should be able to daven. No one else in the world can understand what that means, that a Jew davens to be able to daven. If you look in the city that we have from the Narmala Malach, there's the most beautiful tefillah in the world. A tefillah to say before tefillah. Look, it's, in print, it's printed in, all, in all the, almost all the Siddur. A tefillah, sheyama, lifnei tefillah. But it's not only it's not only the ones that are printed in the Siddur. There are others besides the Narmala Malach. There are other tefillahs before tefillahs. To daven, to be able to daven. When a person is getting ready to daven, he has to understand that the very ability that he has to, to contend with these external thoughts, that he should be able to ward off the thoughts that are attacking him from outside and to be able to stay focused. The very kirch that he has to do that. It's something that the Barsham has to give you that kayak. This second. This second. You have to daven for that. You have to daven to be able to daven. Those are the words that Shem Svasai Tiftach, as we'll see, as he says in a minute. That that we find this amazing, those amazing couple of words as you enter into Shem Nesri, Hashem Svasai Hashem, open my lips. My mouth should say your praises. You have to daven to, to daven. It's not a davening, such a gewaldige schus. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. It's a gewaldige schus that a person should be able to daven. Each and every one of us can stand by, stand namish to the Barisham and to talk to him directly as a child but to a father in such a way. What a schus it is. It's not something, ani, ani, ani. Tashem, that's the most putrid thing in the world. When a person comes with ani, stinks. Smells bad, ani. The, the, a, a humble person who throws himself in the Kashbaru's arms to the Barishon, there's nothing as sweet as every father and mother knows that. that when, a child, when a child throws himself or herself completely in the parent's arms, there's nothing, that's, there's nothing that's more endearing to a parent than that. It's when the child begins to have this feeling like it's, a, it's me versus my mommy. That's when it gets starts to get uh, difficult. But when the child is, it says, Mommy, the word mommy is from other to hear the word mommy. I don't mean by way of complaining. But when it's mommy, that, that mother hears not, there's, there's nothing else, it's only mommy. It's, once the child starts to get a sense of the self, of, of the ego, so then the word loses its, a, a lot of its charm. The word is not as, as, as beautiful as it was when it, when, when it was so positive and so simple. So when, when a youth is able to, when the Yid is able to come to the Baruch Shalom in Pashtis in a simple way and daven that, first of all, thank you, Baruch Hu, that you gave me the, you gave me the, the schus to stand before you and to talk to you. What a schus. Because who am I that I should even have such a schus to come to you, to talk to you, and to be able to speak to you and tell you what's on my mind and my heart and the things in my life that, that I need help with and to ask you and 
and you've told me that if I ask you be'emes be'emes that you're listening and you, you'll help me and only you could help me. So therefore, when a person comes to the the ability that a person has to fight with his machshavas is a ton of war. It's a kayak that Hashem is giving you this second mamish. This second mamish. He's giving that to you. If you ask for it, He's giving that to you so that you should be able to concentrate, that you should be able to daven. And now, think. Think. That God makes some sort of a promise to you when you were born. That on this and this day, and this and this time of the day, that Hashem guaranteed me that He gave me, gave me such a kayak. Did He sign some, kind of a, some sort of a contract? God made some sort of a contract with me? That He signed that on, that on this day, at this moment of my life, He's going to give me kayaks to concentrate and, and not to be distracted and not to get lost in all kinds of crazy things? But He was Machayev Himself. Who says? My ability to think of the concentrate is completely up to him. He wasn't Mechaev himself anything at all. Imhu Magish and Pet Samach Hey. Imhu Magish, Shakalish Borahu, Nois Moibachal Rega Verega, Esakarli Lochem. If a person lives with this feeling that the Baruch Shalom is the one who is giving me every single minute, every second, the kayak to fight, the same way that if you'd be, God forbid, in a, in a war, manish, in, a, in a physical war, a person feels every single second, gives the kayak to fight. If you feel this, then all of Latzer Rega Echad Relaima, then you have to stop and pause, you have to pause for a moment. Before davening, you pause for a moment. And what do you say? Rabbi Shalom, Yedeya Ani, I know. Shemitzad Hakayach Ha'atzmi Shiyeshli. I know that based upon my own kaiches that I have, what I've seen in my life. Heneni Masugal Afilu Nanea Esasfasayim. I'm not capable of even moving my lips. Who am I? I'm nothing. I'm not capable of, uh, of moving my lips, let alone concentrate and say something meaningful to you that's coming from my, from my heart. I, I can't even move my lips. So you begin davening, you say, Hashem, Hashem, I'm asking you to move my lips. I'm asking you to open my mouth. I can't. I'm nothing. I'm, I'm a piece of flesh and blood, a stick fleisch garnish. That's it. Nothing. I'm asking you to breathe into me the ability to speak and to, and to speak to you and to say real words to you. Hashem almost like passive, that my mouth should say your praises. It's taking out Ani from this whole sentence. I. Hashem only because you give it the ability to, to move, to speak, I can I can say words if you give me the strength. And you give me the ability to concentrate. 
Ani I want to dive into you. I have so much to ask of you. But I'm, I'm begging you. Azorli, help me. Give me the strength. That I should be able to speak to you without any, any interruptions, without any thoughts, without any distractions. That I should have the koyach, the ability to turn all my thoughts away from these troubling, distracting um, thoughts in my or things in my life. That's how a Jew does. I, 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 no. A person takes three steps back for the Malach Malachi You see how in the davening, it's especially obvious in the Tfilas of Rashanim Kippur. You see that when we, in the Batfila, in the Batfila davens, there's a special Tfila by Shachas and Mamusa by Shatz by the repetition of Shemineswe where the Batfila asks for Shus from Hashem to be able to, to be able to daven. To ask Hakadosh Baruch Hu for mana loshim, Hakadosh give me the ability to speak to you. Hineni hanimi maz nirish v'nivcha. I'm terrified. I'm frightened because I'm unworthy of standing before you myself, let alone to represent your people. That's how a person davens. That's why there's nothing as there's nothing as upsetting as a person is davening for the Amid when someone with his about tefillah is a chazan whose, whose tefillahs betray uh, uh, a, a sense of gaiva, of conceit you know sometimes a person someplace with his about tefillah who's not singing for Hashem he's singing for the Ezra's Nashim you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he's, singing, he's singing for the ladies section or something but not the Bani Shalom well, you know, you have some of these starts with all of that. It's one thing if a person knows how to at least daven, but then you get the ones that don't even know how to do that, and they start making everybody crazy. And, the, and, the, and you see what the, the... Because because Gaiva is the antithesis of Tfilah. It's the opposite of Tfilah. That's what got Rabbi Nachman to trouble when he came there. The whole Maisa took place there. It's not the problem when he came. And he said that, that we were learning the Torah last year about the songs of the Chazan. Rabbi Nachman came there and he writes, he said, the, he, and he starts to say about the Chazan. What happens when you have a Balmanagan, a Baltfilu is a Russia? And it turns out that that Baltfilu had a little friend on the side. No, without going into the story, there was the Chazan in the town. And Rabbi Nachman came there and he puzzled up the Baltfilu and he says, This is not, it was Roshan. He's not doubting Roshan. He's not doubting Roshan. And there was a whole tumult and they wanted to run Rabbi Nachman out of town. Because to have someone davening for the Ahmed, like it's always amazing to me how the, you know you have people that they're running to daven for the Ahmed. You know what I mean? In every show you have people that it's a certain kind of a it's a certain kind of an of an illness that people have with the Ahmed that they sugar to daven for the Ahmed. And really, if a person would think about it, it's it's frightening. It's the scariest thing in the world to go daven for the Ahmed, especially in Rosh Kippur. It's scary. Because Baruch Hu gives a person 
shus to, to approach him. When a person comes with humility to Davin, even before he opens his mouth, his tefillah says he is. Even before you ask, Hashem you know how it is. There's somebody that's very, very, very humble, unbelievably humble, and they come to speak to you and to ask you. you you're before they're finished, you're already giving them. But when somebody comes, I, I this and I that, you don't, you don't feel good. That's how it is. That's how Jew comes to them. Climber. This is just an example by davening, but it's by everything in life. With everything in life, a person connects himself to the Rebbeinu Shlomo to ask for siyata d'shmaya, to ask the Rebbeinu This second kaiyus, a person, a person has to do something at work or a job or to teach or whatever it might be. Every every second. A person realizes that he doesn't have his own kayak. This is how you develop a relationship with Hashem as well. With every second you're connecting to Him. Every second you're looking for Him. You're asking Him. You want to be with Him. Every second. Only HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the one who's Mahava, who's, who's giving me my existence this very second that I'm in. Memeila. This person feels that he needs their Baruch Shalom. That the Baruch Shalom should give him the Kayach, the strength that he needs for the next thing in my life, for this upcoming thing in my life. That the Baruch Shalom should give me, should give me Kayach. And when the person really feels this, that that. And I told you that this matter depends only on Hashem. Only on Hashem. It depends completely on Hashem as well. Then when he opens his mouth to Davin, to speak to Hashem, about whatever it is, he says, obviously say it in whatever language you like, Abba, Father, Ata Abba Shali. You're my father. You love me. I'm your beloved child. I'm your beloved son, daughter. I'm your beloved child. Me. You could say your name. Me. Whatever it is. Whatever the name is. Me. The one who you love and who loves you. Your child, your daughter. Is coming to you and wants to talk to you. Wants to dive into you. To speak with you. I'm asking you. I'm asking you to I'm asking you to help me. To help me to, to bring this about. To help me to I need you to help me. I need you to help me. I was talking to somebody very, very special the other day. And it was a, a very hush of a young lady who hasn't gone out on any date yet. But it's a time when uh, her parents are, uh, are telling her that Higia has man. She should start going out. And she's very, 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 very nervous. She's by nature shy and reserved. And she never spoke to a boy in her life. And she's terrified. Uh, uh, it's terrifying, the thought of doing this. So 
so I was talking to her, and and she said that somebody told her in Eitzah that because she says I don't know what am I going to talk about? What am I going to talk about? So somebody gave an Eitzah to write on a card like ten different subjects that she should be able to talk about. And and if you have to, you can excuse yourself for a minute and go to the ladies' room and take a look at the card and come back. So, um, so I, I was I, I was very shocked by such an answer to write on a, a card. You could already, you know, the five towns they could already afford to hire somebody to hold up cue cards. Well, you have to have your own card. That's very upsetting to me. Why don't you just hire somebody, get mommy to pay for somebody, and you could sit there with a guy in the, in the hotel lobby and have some have some guy standing over there with the moving cards around like they do on television. Why should you have to go to the ladies and look at it and look at it happen? So, the whole idea. Is a, to me is so it, it, it is so so ridiculous. So, I, so she said, I don't know what to talk about. At least the person gave me some some material. I know we're talking. I could talk about school. I could talk about my my baby uh, brother. Something. So what what am I going to do? So I, I said to her that if the Bereshit is sending you. I know it's hard. You know what? There might be a few boys. You'll go out with them, and they'll come back, and they'll say to the and he'll say to his parents, "Oh, she's got nothing to say." That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. That, that means it's not a zivik for you. That's not. That's not for you. That's fine. <clears throat> but there's going to be somebody who's going to come. The Russian's going to send when it's your zivik, and he's going to say certain things. that's going to help you say the words that you want to say, but you feel afraid to say. What do you mean he's going to help me? He'll help you. He's going to help me? Yeah. He'll help you. He'll help you. And not only that, I said, you're going to help him also. He's not also going to have such an easy time. And you'll help him say the words that he has in his mind, in his heart, but he's not sure how to say them. You'll help him say the words. He'll help you, and you'll help him. You don't have to have a script. That's not how it works. You don't make a script. You have to daven to the Bari Island that he sends that Zivik to you who's able to read what's inside and to help you articulate what's on your mind and in your heart and when you find that per- when you you're going to see it, that's the right person that person who's able to do that with you is the right person but if you have to run to the ladies room and to read the, to, or to have maybe some sort of a hookup with mom you know have like a little transistor in your ear or something an electrode uh in your ear, and that mom sitting, you know, in the car outside. Okay, okay, uh, listen, honey, you gotta, you know. So then, it's profound. You understand? This is a. This doesn't have the makings of any uh, relationship. A person has to be able to know that when you come to the Bereshit, you say, Bereshit, I don't know how to speak to you. I don't feel uh, that I'm able. Hashem I'm asking you to help draw the words for me. They're in me. I don't know how to help draw the words for me. That they should be really the words that I don't know myself how to say or the thoughts or feelings to express. And when that happens, you feel the Bereshit helps you. And then you know that that's Yazivik, the Bereshit And you know that you belong with him. You know that he, 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 knows what, he knows who you are and he helps you to take those words out. That's what it means, how a person comes to Davin. Hashem is Vasai Tiftah. And the Chabad continues, and we'll continue Bez Hashem next time, on how to apply this way of thinking, this way of living, with learning, and with many other things in life. So we'll continue Bez Hashem.